Turn it up. Oh, you gotta oh, know what that is. You know what it is. Do you hear that? Yes. Denver Nuggets get the win in game one. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. <laughs> Presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNBR whenever you sign up. How we do tonight, Dev? Well, we did pretty well. We did pretty well. We did pretty well. We won. We didn't smash. Yeah, we but didn't only, smash. Only because the Nuggets made this thing boring, man. Yeah, not boring. The Nuggets it wasn't, smashed. It wasn't boring. We didn't smash the bet. So yeah, I, I'll take that every time. Yeah, I'll take it every fine, time as fine. well. My goodness, you guys, what a win! The Denver Nuggets curb stomp. The Minnesota Timberwolves. They scored 80 points tonight, you guys. <laughs> that was all four quarters, by the way. That was all four quarters. Their yeah. highest scoring quarter, 23 points. Yo. Unbelievable defense from Yo. the Denver Nuggets who brought it tonight. 109-80. They get the win. And to help me talk about it, I got the fellas. Oh. D-Line, I haven't been on a show with you in minutes. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> I mean, I only heard about them in real time and leading up. The Denver Nuggets just absolutely clowned the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Denver Nuggets treated the Minnesota Timberwolves like they were on their team. <laughs> punch that was a good that was a good job. There you go. You, you <laughs> brought everybody home. Then everybody got you there. You brought them home. And then over there I got Superstar Dev. Um, 15. Only 15 more of those things. Only like, that 15 was, more, man. That was uh, quite a statement to come out to. It was a statement. Nuggets absolutely make a statement win. We're going to do uh, our big takeaways, fast recap. We're also going to have, Harry, uh, I'm sorry, Brendan Vote phoning in live from Ball Arena. I can't wait to hear, by the way, man. He was texting us in the group chat. Yeah, dude. Just like the vibe. Like, he was hyped. I mean, it's listen, anytime that you get to work with Brendan Vote and he's going to phone it in, it's most days. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. We also have a new tradition to unveil here later on in the show that I'm very excited about. And who knows, maybe a little around the association as the first game one round one is now wrapped up for all eight series. And so we'll talk about all of those. But first, everybody's favorite part of the show, the fast break breakdown. <laughs> Guys, Nikhil Alexander-Walker gets the start tonight. That was a little bit of a question coming in. Torian Prince, him. Kyle Anderson, I'll tell you what, Torian Prince, unimpressive in his bench minute, so Yo. Nikhil Alexander-Walker may have surpassed him in the pecking order. Great start for the Nuggets. Nuggets came out focused, man. You get all this time off. How much t conversation was there, guys, about Nuggets aren't going to be ready for the playoffs if they tape doing this. They're going to come out and look sloppy. They looked great from the start. I'm telling you, man, like, I want us, I want everyone in the chat that's been following along this whole time to rewind to the last games leading up to this where you said to be like, this is exactly what the Avalanche did. This is exactly what the Avalanche did. They didn't have a reason to play. They were so comfortably in first place for so long that they weren't able to generate any kind of motivation. They had motivation tonight. They had a lot. What'd it look like? What'd that look like? I kind of feel like the Nuggets had a lot of motivation. They played like it, man. They definitely stormed out. Gobert, first sub out, which I thought was interesting. I always thought Cat would be the first sub out. They actually left Gobert out and had Cat guard Jokic. Um, and then Wolves were running a lot of Kyle Anderson pick and rolls in this game. It's going to be an interesting thing to watch develop. The Nuggets obviously put Aaron Gordon on Carl Anthony Towns. So that means Jokic has to guard Kyle Anderson and Kyle Anderson went off early on. He was getting to his little floater. He's getting the like receive pass, doing the Jokic actually to what Jokic does. I know at that point I think he had four points though. Yeah, I think it was six, but it, <laughs> you're right. But nonetheless, it's I like know, Kyle we're... Anderson. It, he hits one <laughs> shot. I'm kind of like, oh wow. Uh, Nuggets were up 26-23 at the end of the first quarter, and what felt like, you know, Nuggets could have been up more, but it also felt like good. You know, like okay, yeah. you're still you're controlling the game. Twin towers to start for, for them off the bench, which is another interesting decision. And then Jeff Green and Aaron Gordon for Denver. Twin babies. Twin twin uncles. Twin uncles. Uh, Aaron Gordon, it was disastrous for Aaron Gordon who picked up two fouls in order. He had one in the first quarter, and then he picks up two to start. And he has three fouls. He has to go to the bench. Then Jamal Murray picked up two, and I'm sitting here going, man, is Denver going to struggle with this twin tower lineup? You know, with foul trouble, the answer was no, they were not. <laughs> Although Minnesota did get in the bonus with eight minutes. Guys, here's how bad they, how great a defense Denver played tonight. The Wolves were in the bonus with eight minutes and 30 seconds left in the second quarter. They scored 21 total points in the quarter. That's unbelievable. Um, KCP hit a three in the first quarter. He went in the second quarter that pushed the lead up to 10. And it felt like a little hump. Like Denver getting to 10 felt like, okay, little breathing room. Let's see what happens. Carl Anthony Towns picked up a second. Michael Porter... Um, 
started playing the four. Was this because Aaron Gordon got in foul trouble? I don't know, but Michael Porter moving to the four was awesome. Anthony Edwards heated up in that second quarter, something to monitor as we go forward. But Denver had an 11-point lead at the half, 55-44. What are we headed for? The dreaded third quarter. <laughs> the dreaded. <laughs> Immediately, Denver just smacks them. They open up a 15-point lead on back-to-back Jokic steals. Jokic's defense tonight, pretty freaking good. Jokic took his third foul to prevent a dunk, and I marked it down in here because I was like, man, is this going to come back to bite him? It didn't come back to bite him, but it was noteworthy. He he did foul out. Michael Porter (laughs) Jr. hit an almost four-point play. Anthony got his... uh, Yeah, Anthony Edwards gets his fourth foul on a Michael Porter Jr. three. Michael Porter didn't convert it, but it was still a big moment where if you're Minnesota, you're down 18 or something like that, Ant has his foul, and you're like, man, is this going to be over before... It even starts the second half. The answer? Yes. (laughs) Jokic goes out of the game with five minutes left, up 19. And I remember thinking, let's see what happens here. Could go either way. Cut it to 10 or extend it. Instead, Murray comes out. Jokic comes out. And the bench, without those two guys, extends the lead to 23, you guys. Have we ever seen this? No. The bench pushed it to 23. And the Nuggets were up 87-58 at the end of the third quarter. It was over. It was over. But one more thing had to happen just to make sure the vibes were all the way up. And that was Jamal Murray, who was a little off to be start the game. He got a fourth quarter with a nice, comfortable league, and he went off. Started making his threes. Crazy threes. Step back, sidestep, running. He got it going. He was feeling it. Then Michael Malone, for some reason, put Jokic back in the game. I mean, Unclear why. Uh, hard foul on Anthony Edwards was kind of weird. And then he fouled out immediately after that. Was it on purpose? We're not sure. Uh, one other thing happened in this game. Kyle Anderson, most notably known for fighting Rudy Gobert <laughs> earlier this week, yeah. uh, got into a fight Changed with Christian Brown. Changed his focus and got in a fight with Christian Brown. Uh, flagrant foul or technical foul. They come back out, shoot the free throws, and they dap up. Like, hey, man, my bad. Emotions got the best of me. Weirdest foul. Most Midwestern He's like, foul. my bad, my bad. Thought you were on my team. Have you ever seen the viral <laughs> video? Kale, maybe you could find this viral video of these two dudes fighting and then at the end, they kind of dap up. Like, they're like, it's like a oh, road fight. In a it's like a redheaded lot. guy. It's a parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a parking it lot. It was featured on Internet Sensation online with D-Line. Was it really? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. That remember fight that. almost reminded me of this, where two guys just going at it. One guy's kind of getting his ass kicked. And then afterwards, they're like, are you cool, man? Yeah, man. I'm no, they were like, oh, we got to get out of here. And then they're just, just like, like cool, good fight, dude. Yeah, that was so good. That's what this was like. <laughs> Nuggets murdered a man. This game was only close for like 15 game clock minutes. I, believe the, I think the Timberwolves had the lead. At one for one time, one moment, it they were wrong. up by two points. Felt terrible when it when it happened, but felt great the rest of the game. Dev, start us off, man. What's your big takeaway? My big takeaway was uh, for the last month we were asking the question of, does Denver have a switch? Well, that thing is on. Light the beam. They, they Light seem the beam. to turn that on in this game, and um, it was more so done on the defensive end, like. They really did step up in this game and put together one of their best defensive um, performances of the entire year in a game that truly mattered. Like, I I don't think that this was a great game by Denver. I think it was a regular game, but on defense, it was excellent. Yeah, It was excellent where it made up where you don't have to overplay um, on other things, where you don't have to do too much. They made it so that not one single Minnesota Timberwolf played over 30 minutes. Because the game was done. It was overall. That's actually a bad thing. I wish the Timberwolves would have played more minutes. Like they it was out of hand. They couldn't play. They was not close. They did not have to um, you know, keep their guys out there. They threw in the white flag very early. That's what you're supposed to do um when you're the number one seed um, you know, out west. So the switch is on and and they they seem to really have it. Is the switch on, D line? Dude, the switch is so on. Or or did it go from on to up? It went to, <laughs> to, oh man, I just, it's been very difficult to watch and root on and frankly talk about the Denver Nuggets for the last month plus. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, just to recap, just to remind you, had an eight and a half game lead after that Minnesota Timberwolves game. We've seen them look this good many times throughout the season. Um, it's so nice that people get a reminder, that the NBA at large get a reminder, that the Minnesota Timberwolves and Tim Connolly get a reminder of who these Denver Nuggets are, of who Nikola Jokic is when they are very interested in the result. Uh, Jamal Murray came out to play. Michael Porter Jr. came out to play. Bruce Brown came out to play. Um, 
the intensity was was exactly where you want it to be, and they just absolutely crumpled that team. That was shameful. That was a shameful performance from the Minnesota Timberwolves. The most hilarious thing is that they had the extra uh, information from Tim Conley that they were able to use. Uh, uh, Carl Anthony Towns had the inside info that yeah. he was able to use against the Denver Nuggets tonight to uh, lose in such embarrassing fashion. I mean, I um, today was as good as it gets for a Nuggets fan. It really just couldn't be any better. The Suns lost. The Nuggets won. Um, life is beautiful. You're vibing. Every, I'm vibing. I ate a hamburger live on the internet. Everything was great. <laughs> live on the internet. On that, uh, on that game plan, maybe they had the wrong year, wrong team or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> You gotta like, really, you gotta fo- force Lafonso Ellis like, to his right. Like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> Who's Fonz? Where's he at? They're like, where's that Compasso guy? <laughs> where's Compasso? Can't let him get Austin loose. Austin Nash. Austin Griffith sees himself on the scout. He's like, are you sure this is up to date? There's something wrong. Man, I mean, I like, I like all of those. Here's my take. The Denver Nuggets are a mature team. Oh. The Denver Nuggets are a mature team. I mean, it's like a they've been through team. a lot of battles. And unfortunately, with that maturity comes whatever we saw the last month of the regular season. Like, yeah, and a understanding, little immature, frankly. No, an understanding of maybe perhaps higher goals and, you know, whatever. But it's not lost on me that Mike Conley, after winning the game against the, the was it the Thunder? You know, in the play-in the to get thunder. it. He went to the bench. A veteran like serious yeah. person like Mike Conley <laughs> on a team of a bunch of like goofballs yes. is like, I just think our team, we need to like lock in. We're not very locked in. We're playing a lot of Xbox right now and we need to spend more time on the scouting report. 10 seconds later, Carlin Towns was like, call of duty. Anyone? Let's go. <laughs> it was the most hilarious thing. But honestly, this sounds like we're just clowning or whatever, but I'm being serious. This was a nuggets understood what the assignment was. Yep. Business trip. Oh yeah. Gotta be mean. They played mean tonight. It's going to be physical. It's going to be a dogfight, and you got to bring it, and you have to execute, and you have to know the details and be locked into the details. And then you had a Minnesota team that just felt like they had no details right, and this was a mature win. This is a team that has been through a bunch of battles and has been waiting three years versus a team that hasn't yep. and is like somewhat light, happy to be where yep. they are yes. in the playoffs. Nuggets weren't happy to be here. No, they, they really had that moment again, the Minnesota Timberwolves beating the Thunder, where it was like uh, Pat Beverly running up onto the scores table. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We did it! We did it! We're in it! We made it! It's yeah. over! That's right. Yeah, but that Which goes I, to show you, like, like you know, having Vanter, this is not a, a, a group that hasn't done it before. They haven't done it together, but they've all been there. Um, there was times in this game, like, foul trouble would have, in the past, you know, derailed the rest of the game. Um, not having their best guy out there at times, having to make adjustments and go into that second unit. And um, we've seen in this game that it really did not mean anything. They just got it done in different ways. Like DeAndre Jordan got to step into the game and, and be impactful. Made an impact. Good, like, great that, game That's him. like a, a real thing. So um, this is uh, uh, the story of a team that has not been there versus a team that has and looks comfortable in this spot. Yeah, Denver yeah. looked comfortable. Yep. They looked very comfortable, <laughs> and, uh, exceedingly comfortable. Exceedingly comfortable. And I will say now as we kind of go through some of these players, you know, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter got off to semi-rough starts. I mean, Michael Porter hit a three early on, but they missed shots that early on I was like, man, those are the shots Denver wants. And that makes me feel actually better about what Denver did tonight. Yes. There's going to be adjustments from both teams. I even think there's adjustments Denver can, can make now that they've kind of seen how this has gone. But the thing about shooting, I mean, Denver did shoot 41%. They get 16 of 39 tonight. But when you look at it, Michael Porter also went 4 of 9. Jamal Murray, 4 of 10. So they kind of caught up. But they caught up in the part of the game that was over. They were actually up 15 points without those guys getting going from 3. And that's what it looked like. And that's why I'm so encouraged. Um, Let's start with Jokic, though. 13 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, plus 15, 6 of 12 shooting. Dev. The footwork. Oh. Yoke doesn't always bust out the footwork. He went oh. to the double spin like five times. He got blocked one time by, by Rudy Gobert on the double spin. He might have gotten to it one too many times. But he had a couple moves tonight. B- B-Ball Breakdown had a tweet where he put the one in slow motion. But he spins, hops into it, so but he lands both footed so yeah, he could enough. go either pivot foot. I'm telling you, he had two or three moves tonight where I'm like, my poor Rudy Gobert, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
so Jokic was like really smart about how he went into this game. Um, you know, there's times that he is kind of passive, and it it just kind of lets the defense off the hook. In this game, he was aggressive early on, where they're trying to switch on the guys, and also that's also a, a, a gift and a curse of having two centers over there that feel as if they could guard Jokic because. They don't double him. They right. don't. He gets to see a lot of single coverage where he gets to be in space yep. and show off that footwork. We haven't seen much of that this year because teams don't dare, uh, you know, to give him that type of um, space. But they did, and he got to show it off. That play was incredible. It was insane, like the way he set that up before it even happened um, and then do, does the spin. He also got a up and under. Rudy Gobert got, um, you know, a block on him, and he's like, okay, I'm going to still continue to go after it. But this was not like a – Jokic is the MVP type of game while it was a Jokic is the MVP type of game because he got to control and deal in different ways where his team goes up huge. You don't need him, you know, in a game like that. But masterclass, this is a calm masterclass. This, what's funny is this is going to like lower his playoff career averages, which I know Yoke doesn't care about. People talk about stat padding. Yoke came out and dominated a game tonight. That featured two of the best centers in the NBA, at least two of the top 10 centers in the NBA, two of them. He comes out and dominates it with 13 points. 14 rebounds was huge. He was a beast on the glass. He cleaned up the glass. A lot of one-shot yep. opportunities for Minnesota. Yep. But even on the offensive glass, he grabs five tonight. And then the six assists were just like, he just was doing whatever was needed. He was somehow aggressive without being aggressive, like shooting a bunch of shots. Well, the thing that like stood out is, is that he was... <clears throat> like you guys are talking about, like those moves he was putting on that he was pulling in and he was uh, making sure to let people know that he was there to score. Like he, you're not going to shut him down. He's going to take Cat uh, into the post. He's going to back down whoever happens to be on him. He's going to be aggressive in ways we haven't seen in a while. And, I mean, obviously there's so much more that Jokic can do. It this just is wasn't why I'm required. so encouraged because yeah. I'm like, you know what? Jokic went into third gear. I mean, he played hard defense. He was yeah. in fifth gear defense. And then, I mean, frankly, he, and then he fouled himself out so he could take a seat <laughs> early, which was a classic Jokic. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, you know, like – Somebody somebody would look at the box score and be like, oh, man, Jokic didn't do anything in this game. But, like, it just was absolutely classic Nikola Jokic. Everyone's terrified what he's going to do. It l opens up the, the floor for absolutely everybody else. If the Denver Nuggets can take advantage of it, knock down their three-pointers, it's just it, there, there's no hope for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I, I love it, man. He just controlled this game, and this is what gives me so much confidence is we all know Yoke takes what the game gives you. Yoke had three or four more things the game gave him tonight. He just chose this path, and that's why I look at this and I go, if push came to shove, by the way, the, bar just, uh, the, the bus just arrived, so we're about to get oh, a loud bar. the bus just arrived. But okay. um, this was one of those ones where if he needed more offense, I just have so much confidence. He didn't take a jumper tonight. Yeah. Did he? No. An outside jumper. He didn't take any. He missed he was one push him. shot the first one he took. It was like, what? Yeah, it was okay? jarring that it happened. And then he had one of the misses he had also was that one where he absolutely cooked Carl Anthony Towns, hit it off the rim, grabbed it, and just put it right back in. But he cooked him so bad he had time to grab the rebound. I just think he was incredible. He was, in fact... Actually, was he kill? DraftKings Sportsbook's <laughs> king of the game. 13 points, 6 rebounds, 14 assists. Or 14 rebounds, 6 assists. And this was he put the assists in between. That throws me off. And this was voted Such on by the, the viewers of the Watch Along, which we did for this show. You should watch along with us. Watch Along want, was great, man. It was great. Yeah. If you want to weigh in on these big, important uh, decisions like who the DraftKings king of the game is, oh, that's, yeah, uh, that's where you could do it. This type of performance just goes to show how unique of a guy that Jokic is, he got to be the DraftKings, you know, king of the game and really control the game in every aspect. And that's while fouling out. Yeah. Everyone else, they're going to complain and act like that's a bad game. Um, he didn't have his usual, <laughs> you know, nine assists, ten assists. Like, okay, he got himself out of the game because he didn't <laughs> want to play anymore. The this is a different type of MVP. Um, Everybody's feeling it. They're coming back here. from the bus. Yeah. Um, guys, got to tell you real quick about Bacchus and Shanker oh. here. Uh, when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help. And they have been for a long time here in the Denver metro area. You've probably seen them around. You've seen their signs. You drive around, you see a bus. Bacchus and Shanker smiling at you. They win for Colorado families. They've been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. And the best part is their policy is free until they win you money. So what do you have to risk? No fee while they work on your case. No upfront fee to speak about the case. 
No fees unless they win your case and win money for you. Backus and Shaker has won over $1 billion for their clients. Now with more locations all over Colorado. Man, this place is going off. People are going to be drinking some Rocky, I have a feeling. Now with even more locations, you can Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. They have the strength and power to win your case. More than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Who was Backus and Shaker tonight? Uh, it was Murray, uh, Jokic Murray, standard, standard Bacchus and Shanker. What a standard Bacchus and Shanker, man. Like maybe a run of the meal Bacchus and Shanker, which is actually awesome. Um, listen, everybody wants a better sex life. You grow older. These aren't things you have to be embarrassed about. Everybody wants to have the best sex life possible. Mention, are you good right now? 50% of men have symptoms that get in the way of, of you enjoying your sex life. But Roman is here to help. It's the digital health clinic for men, addressing a variety of sexual health <laughs> needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. Very distracting to do the Roman <laughs> read right now with our friend Steph, who we saw a hundred times, by the way. We saw you on the, on the screen today. You were right there. We thought Coach gotta, was going to put you in on, for a little bit. Um, show, show the, show the, the nice thing about it is men with low T getting <laughs> testosterone lo- levels back to normal can increase your libido. libido. Roman libido. offers a testosterone test. I'm very distracted over here while I'm doing the Roman read. And if it's appropriate for you, test, uh, treatment for low testosterone. No waiting rooms, no hassle. Straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your home. And if medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send it directly to your house discreetly. Won't even know. Nobody will even know. You live in an apartment. You're worried that package is going to be there. Don't worry. Discreet, free two-day shipping. Um, all you got to do now is go to ro.co, ro.co slash DNVR. Get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co slash DNVR. Um, Steph. Yes. How was? How were the vibes at Ball Arena tonight? Get right here. Here's a microphone. You can just they reach really, into his. really, good. I would say that it took maybe three minutes for everyone to just forget about the last half of the season. Really? Last That's all it took? Like month, yeah. Three minutes? All right. three, I mean, for me. but <laughs> You're projecting here. So hold on. We did see you today like 20 times on the bed. So you are now famous. I want to know. So you're sitting that close to the Denver Nuggets bench. Any good gossip? Were, they, were the guys, what was the energy like from the fellas? They have so much fun with each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like on the bench, like they're joking around and like yeah. have these little handshakes and they just have, they like have a these really little handshakes. Great That's time. It. Yeah. They're like all these secret. This is like the most motherly review of a Denver Nuggets <laughs> game either. Everybody was having fun. Cherry <laughs> fruit uh, snacks. Yeah. The orange slices were incredible. Um, um, I will say when when Yoke got um, politely asked to leave. He could not stop smiling. <laughs> he was very happy oh, to foul out of that game. I, yeah, I guess I'm done. I guess I'm done here. Let's get out, let's get out of well, here. So RK uh, blessed the set with the official bring it in t-shirt. <laughs> Did he bring it in? And he bring brought it in. It in. He, he brought, brought the t-shirt. Wow, you brought, brought the t-shirt. Yeah. RK. Um, let's move on now to Jamal Murray because he's so interesting. Nine of twenty-two, four of ten from three. Started the game a little rough, but he ended a game high plus 24. He had 24 points. He had eight rebounds. He had eight assists. He could have easily been DraftKings king of the game. In fact, that stat line better, but a lot of that obviously came when he put the game to bed. Nikola Jokic, you know, gave the game a bath. He read it a story. Jamal Murray tucked it in. (laughs) Now who's giving the motherly uh, (laughs) It's a very dad recap of how it works. Yeah, Jamal was was kind of passive in the first... uh, First half, didn't get shots going. Um, and then as the game progressed, he was just like, hey, I'm Jamal. I'm playoff Jamal. And he activated that in the second half. Um, he was great in the, the pick and roll with Jokic where the Timberwolves had to adjust to that. And it, it took him a while to adjust. And then he started, he saw one go in. And we all know what happens uh, once Jamal sees it. one it's goes It's so in. true, man. That's he, like exactly what it was. He, he really gets hot like yeah. right after that. And then he gets spicy. There was like that. <laughs> that there was that uh, moment late in the game where uh, slow mo and and Christian Brown got into it, and Jamal's at the forefront. He's like, yeah, like look at the score. Like he's doing that type of stuff, you know, just to like remind them and to have his competitive spirit up. Like it was great to see him come back into a playoff, you know, performance and you know just be himself. Like yeah. Jamal, like he he gets himself to another level in the playoffs, and we got to see that. It again. was man. There was. 
Jamal definitely started off slow, and I, I love that this game deteriorated to the point where he was able to just sort of like open up, feel free, remind himself what it's like to be in a playoff atmosphere. He's, you started to see like those finishes at the rim. You, he started to like clown. Oh, he clowned. Oh, they were clowning some like, of the bigs inside, doing I some mean, nice. Even KCB had one on Gobert where it was like. He would, I mean, they weren't Oops. scared of them at all. They weren't scared of them at all. And as soon as, as soon as Jamal's shot started following, it was just a wrap. Like, it, so here's the thing. Jamal, I think, came out aggressive. He took two shots like immediately. I think he wanted to be on fire from the start. But to your point, he was cold. Yep. He did get hot later in the game, and I love the way Dev put it. He went from cold to hot and hot to spicy. Because <laughs> then at the end, the way you know Jamal is actually locked like back or, or ready, playoff ready, he wasn't playoff ready to begin, no. but when he starts talking trash after his buckets, oh. that's when you're like, you know what? He is one thousand percent feeling it. I, exactly, and like, Spicy Jamal. like just little pantomimes. Yeah. And I mean, it was just like in his full bag. Nothing makes Murray happier than being able to talk trash. He's a lot like me in that way. Ordered a bowl of spicy Murray. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Seven of seventeen. He was another guy that was aggressive tonight, right from the get go. Four of nine for me. I'm telling you, Michael Porter has the crazy. I had no idea he was four of nine. Felt like he was off. Yeah, to start out the game, like he was one he of was four, just shooting, just shooting it every time, which was a good thing, though. Like I like to see an aggressive um, MPJ um, that gets himself going. This is also awesome for him. Like Jamal was kind of like working himself back into playoffs. Same thing for Michael Porter Jr. So um, he came out and just. He's going to knock down shots. He's going to get set. He's going to run the you know the floor the way that he's supposed to, and just be ultra aggressive. And that just also unlocks Denver. Also, the the, the best thing that I've seen in this game, they did not lock in or key in on him on defense. No, like they didn't put him in in multiple set after set after set. That was good because that was something that I was looking for. Too, especially in this type of matchup. That, that's so what's happened that to him in the past. Yeah, like Michael Porter Jr. has been in his career the guy that gets targeted on defense, that they'll switch to get uh, him one on one against uh, the the defense or the offense. And um, I mean, it was I, I I selected him as my X factor for this series because I just really think like Michael Porter Jr.'s ability to knock down shots and you know rebound and drive and cut and all of these things we've seen him do all season long where he's just matured more and more his game has grown more and more we're all on display tonight um he could have been you know he started off a little slow as well but it, you just felt like man they're really gonna let mike shoot like and shoot he did and um that four point that should be four point play it was a three point play but should have been a four point play like that really um, had this been a close game, would have truly been the dagger. I mean, I'm like, so encouraged by the fact that he, won, played power forward tonight for good minutes. Again, I don't know if that was because of Aaron Gordon being in foul trouble or not, but I'm encouraged nonetheless that he played there. But more importantly, he played there. 11 rebounds tonight, 10 defensive boards. When you're playing power forward, you have to hit the glass. He hit the glass hard tonight, gets the double-double. Actually, the only nugget with a double-double tonight. No, Yoke had the double-double, 13-14. 18 points, 11 rebounds, and a plus 22. Just an incredibly impactful performance from him, even if his shot wasn't. This is a game where he caught, his shot caught up to him Yeah, you know, in the fourth quarter or whatever. But he didn't necessarily have his shot falling the way we're accustomed to, and yet he still dominated his minutes, and that's what I love. The next guy I want to talk about, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown tonight got 25 minutes. Bruce was punching tonight. Not Bruce, the wall. Not the wall. Bruce was punching. <laughs> what I mean by that or is not, not his teammate. Bruce didn't let the game come to him. He demanded the game bend to him tonight. He was aggressive. He was cocky. had swagger. He was tough. I love what I saw from him, Dev. It wasn't just defense for Bruce. And that was, you know, his calling or what the idea was when you bring him into um, this organization for a playoff run. But he got it going on offense, and he made it that – you didn't have to rely on anyone else in that second unit to just get scoring going um, while also being a lockdown defender. But like you said, he brought it to them where they had to adjust. They had to find a way to try to slow him down. The three ball was falling. He's getting to the rim. He's getting to his spots, doing whatever he had to do. And also, he was the backup point guard yeah, man. Um, as well. So he ran his unit. I heard earlier in the week that, that you know someone thought that this was not a uh, serious for Bruce Brown. And I'm like, 
Who said that? Was it us? Was it me? No, no, it wasn't you. It was someone else. Who was it? You it was call someone names. Else. Call names. Was call it D-Line? No. Someone thought that this was not a, a Bruce Brown type of series. And I'm like, he, he, he's, a, he's an edge factor in this series. He's going to be a guy that could just change it out. Call out. Um, but yeah, like, he did exactly what you wanted him to do in this type of setting. And he set the tone for Denver, especially with the second unit. Um, big part of the reason that they won on their massive run. Dude, Bruce brings the toughness, man. I mean, he elevates it. Denver has it, but he elevates it. I gotta, like, this... If anything good came from the last month of the Denver Nuggets in the last week plus, Bruce Brown and Christian Brown and Peyton Watson and the guys that hustle heart guys of the team really got an opportunity to shine and really got an opportunity to get real meaningful minutes since none of the starters had any interest in actually playing and oftentimes were actually not playing. And I feel like it really carried over. Bruce Brown was so electric coming down the stretch, and he was incredible right from the start. He came in, he was running, he was jumping, diving. He brought so much toughness and so much energy and so much dog. Like, it's exactly what you want to see out of a guy in a playoff series. You don't exactly know. I mean, we don't, we, we've been with Bruce Brown now for a year, but like, we don't know who he is in these pressure situations. And, like, if this first game is any indication, it's like a, it's an absolute, absolute home run picking him up in the offseason. He was ready for this game. He was up for it. And he just seems like a guy that wants the pressure yes. turned up. And that's what I loved about it. And then KCP tonight. Hold on, real fast, because somebody brought it up, and that play really did stand out. Bruce Brown got put into a switch on Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, thank you. Yes. He defended him straight up. Yep. Then contested at the rim without fouling. Yep. yep. On a... That's a, that's a bucket on any other guard. That is a bucket. He defended him at the rim, got going on the other end, and that's just what you expect from That's not going to get, you know, national coverage. That's not going to be discussed, you know, ad nauseum the way that it should, a guard on a big. But that's what you get from Bruce Brown. Like, he's just going to surprise you in, in different ways, and he's just so um, interchangeable. Yeah, I love it. And then KCP, same thing. Like, Bruce and KCP are the ads to this team. <laughs> And honestly, you see the difference. Honestly, you see the difference between just veteran, been there before players, and, you know, and whatever it is before because KCP tonight did his job at a high level. Six of 11, three of six from three. Remember he'd been in a slump and we were oh, worried yeah. about it? I was not worried about it. I knew no, he would show up. Adam, I'm sure I was not worried vision. about it. Casey had a vision, man. He was hitting threes against the Timberwolves. Yeah, it's crazy. It was a weird vision. 15 points, four rebounds, one assist. 15 for him, by the way, is a lot. Played defense extremely well. Hit his shots when they were needed, especially early. Like KCP was one of the guys early on that was making shots yep. that kind of settled everyone down. Yep. Murray was missing, Porter was missing. If you needed somebody to be like, no, nah, I'll carry it now while you guys get your legs under you. I was very impressed with him as well. Um, and then Aaron Gordon as well. You know, Aaron Gordon did get those fouls that put him a little bit in foul trouble. Aaron Gordon, <laughs> Aaron Gordon and KCP dev. <laughs> Either I mean, one of those guys you want to comment on? Yeah, KCP. Um, like, there was the stretch that he was not knocking down shots. He also could turn on a switch, and he decided to. Um, he's spacing the floor. He's um, he's incredible, like, just defending the, the pick and roll and just how um, he blows up um, any screens that are set. Like, he's making Anthony Edwards work for everything that he had in that game, and that's what you need from him. And then also Aaron Gordon. He, he's just a scrappy player. He's just going to play hard. And, and in this game, we got to see him knock down the three ball where it seemed like they were just not defending him. Like the yeah. game plan was just to just let him do whatever. And Must he got it going. Inside information they had. Also, he <laughs> he dunked Mike Conley into being unplayable. I don't remember Mike Conley after he got no, dunked on. I don't either. <laughs> like it just stopped him from being on, on the floor. But I like that he had like um, he had. That's he had his offensive edge. foul too, man. Like I kind of think he got away with one. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. But he had that swagger. Like, even on that play, he he spins off of him, dunks it, hangs on the rim just to, like, show him, like, we're here. Um, but, like, yeah, you just want your guy to, to be able to make those type of impactful plays, even if it's not standing out in, the, like, the huge ways. Right. Um, Aaron Gordon, I will say, though, in foul trouble tonight. Yep. And I'm not sure, like, if we think about what things p p positive and negative carry over, that's one that I'm not sure if it's going to carry over or not because it is a big assignment. 
Carl Anthony Towns guard like draws fouls, and Gobert and him are just way bigger than Aaron Gordon. Are, how concerned are you about his foul troubling? I didn't. I mean, we talked about it during the the game on the watch along. I mean, I I am of the opinion that they should use DeAndre Jordan more just for defensive purposes against uh, Rudy Gobert specifically for that reason, like. Aaron Gordon uh, a few times had to so, sort of overextend himself to try and uh, keep Gobert away from the rim. Uh, ended up getting a foul. Like, I don't love that matchup. It worked out late. I mean, I, I liked him at the five later on when the Nuggets went small and the Timberwolves yeah. went small. And there, are oppor- there are places where that makes sense. But when the Timberwolves started off, and I assume what they were talking about there inside information was how they used the Twin Towers against the bench uh, with Aaron Gordon at the five early on, which it didn't really work, except for that it did get him in foul trouble. Like That means it worked, though. It, yes. It did force Michael Porter to the four, though, which might have been like a... Oops. Oops, I know. Unintended consequences. Um, but, I mean, I don't, I don't love that, but I do love that he's, you know, at least willing and, and uh, ready and able to defend, but, um, again, he did foul, so it's, it's not... It's not ideal. I think that has to be an adjustment uh, in moving into this next game. Uh, Christian Brown was phenomenal. We wondered about how would he look when it came you know, time for this defensively. That guy's just a monster, man. That guy is so ready. The block he had, was it on Mike Conley? That Mike Conley tried to drive, like, out quick him or this <laughs> yeah. or that. Was it him or was I it somebody so. else that he just spit, sent it back? Like, it's so rare that you block a shot, Dev, like that where you tap the ball backwards so that somebody gets it. I guess Yoke had it happen to him tonight by Gobert. But Christian Brown doing that was impressive. And then lastly, you mentioned it briefly, but we have to give a shout-out to DeAndre Jordan. I mean, not on the bingo card for me personally to play in tonight's game. The foul trouble did lead to him playing more, I think, than what was the plan. But he plays just six minutes. Yep. But they were big six minutes. And they were, I think, came in three stretches. He played like one minute here, one minute there, and then like four minutes in a row. Yeah. And he ends up a plus seven. And again, just did his job. Randomly did not grab a rebound in his six minutes, which is weird. But doesn't matter. He was doing his job, including a nice little exclamation point when Murray get run one five pick and roll, gets Gobert switched out onto him, drags him out. You think he's going to cross over Gobert. And instead, he just throws it up, and DeAndre Jordan smashes it on the head of whoever it was that was the guard that got switched onto him. And it was just like, yeah, this thing's over. Go home. Go yeah, home. Yeah. Yeah. With Christian Brown, like uh, 19 minutes, your first playoffs as a rookie, and you like make impactful, like, you know, plays the entire time that you're out there. You, um, you start a fight for your team, like, just to show, like, oh, I'm here and I've arrived. Dude. Like, that's what you asked for in your young guy. And the whole team backed him up. Yeah. Malone's even out there, you know, yeah. like everybody is 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 backing this guy and Man, he's I'm just playing hard. It's not like he's out there playing dirty. It's not like he's out well, there, you know, trying trying to hurt people. He was not playing dirty. He wasn't playing dirty. But he wasn't also he was trying to do Dude, what he did. He, he was trying to get on in under his skin and he did. Is that but what you're supposed to do. Yes, it is. But I'm just <laughs> saying it wasn't like he was walking around and Kyle Anderson bumped hey. him. He was like a gnat. And Kyle Anderson fell for it. That man did his job. Yeah, did he job. did his job, and that's what you asked for. And then also on uh, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan's like that the guy that you bring in for a trick play. That's how he was today, <laughs> like a flea flicker or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Hill. Yeah. He, he came in and just like him and Jamal Murray's chemistry was insane today. Yeah. Like where they're just like throwing oops from different angles. Like there was a play that Jamal just threw it up to him, had no yep. business throwing up. Yep. DeAndre Jordan goes and dunks. Uh-huh. He actually, both of his baskets were Jamal just throwing it up yeah. and just, you know, fun plays. That's when I knew that they were having fun, where you just have the audacity oh. to throw it up. But DeAndre Jordan did his job. And that's, he's always, he's he's usually for rebounding purposes. He didn't have to in this game. He just got, went out there and just dunked it every single time. No, I mean, truly, like, his role is just to be a big guy. And he he was really good as, as being a big guy. It was exactly what they needed. But I have to say, like, Christian Brown, just to go back, like, to the poise that Christian Brown showed, and not only the poise, but, like, how deeply unintimidated he was by Kyle Anderson. Like, he didn't back down one centimeter. Christian Brown laughed at Kyle yeah. Anderson, laughed yeah. at him. Um, he played it perfect because you go get turned up too much double tech. Yes. He turned it up just enough that Kyle Anderson was like pissed off and had to go back it to the bench and be like, my, I'm an idiot. It was beautiful. And this is, and something, then hugged him. this is something we heard about Christian Brown leading up to the draft, 
after he was drafted. This is going to be one of these guys that you love on your team, but the other team hates. Uh, we haven't like fully seen that side of it up until tonight. Tonight I saw it. Like I guarantee Minnesota hates Christian Brown right now. You know what? I think Minnesota hates each other, though. I do, too. <laughs> so I could just, like, Kyle Anderson coming back out and dapping him up. I was just kind of like, these guys don't have it in them to get too pissed. They're like just the, like, I'm trying to get to Cancun. That really man. is the blueprint for Minnesota is that you fight and then dap it out. Teammate, non-teammate, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter who. Um, let's take a quick break. On the other, We're going to get Brennan Vogt live from the arena on the other side. I also do want to spend a little bit of time, before we get to Super Chats, talking about Minnesota and what things we expect from them that would be a little bit different. Maybe we won't have time. We'll find out. But first... Volo Sports, you guys. Oh, dude. Volo Sports is really cool. They're like DNVR. Dude, they bring people together. Volo, the bar was so full of Volo folks today. Did you know that? I did. Earlier I, today, I read the it chat. Was absolutely full of Volo folks. So, Volo is the largest social sports company in the U.S. The play, uh, so the kids play free. The Volo Kids Foundation is a separate 501c3 that provides free sports camps to kids in each Volo city. So what is it? It is a collection of different events, mostly sports, that you can sign up and participate in. And the proceeds go to this nonprofit that allows underprivileged youth to play in their sports. The DNVR crew is in a Cherry Creek Bowling League on Mondays. How's your bowling game, Dev? Uh, mid. <laughs> to quite mid? Yeah. All right. Dude, um, I, I, can, I can roll it a little bit. Don't can you? Yeah, you can roll it. You can, you can. Don't don't have a team. Sign up as a free agent. And get placed like you're new to a city. Sign up for Volo. It's a great way to meet people, come together. And then what's cool about Volo is you sign up for a sport, and then after the sport, where do you go? The DNVR bar. And not the kids though. Not when the kids not, play not for the kids. Actually, they can come. They just can't drink. Uh, you want a Volo pass? What's it include? Monthly membership program that gives unlimited access to sports events and social activities every night. Unlimited pickups, drop-ins, and tournaments. It's just twenty dollars per month. Minimum three-month membership or $200 per year. There's also a beta version for $10 a month for three months. Volo has leagues throughout the city, including Lodo, Rhino, Uptown, City Park, the Highlands, Sloan's Lake, Cherry Creek, DU, Inglewood, Arvada, Aurora, Northfield, and more. So if you're looking about getting out of the house and playing a little kickball, a little bowling, a little darts, they got all kinds of different Pickleball. sports. Pickleball, they got that. I hear it's sweeping the nation. <laughs> uh, get your Volo Pass and start playing in leagues today. Make sure to use code DNVR10 to get $10 off. www.volosports.com slash Denver. Volosports.com slash Denver and use that promo code DNVR10. Also want to tell you guys about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You guys know what makes this blowout game more interesting? D-line rooting for a steal for One KCP. single steal from KCP, which he didn't get. KCP let you down. LVP, dude. Um, Not the king of the game. Big hoops action. You guys know anytime. Here's the thing about, about DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> anytime there's a new event, the Masters, uh, basketball playoffs, football play, whatever it is, you just know they're giving away a bunch of bonuses. Today, I had some free rolls that they were giving in. Um, right now, they have new members sign up, place a $5 bet, uh, money line bet, and you get $150 in bonus bets if the team wins. Download the app now. Sign up with promo code DNVR. New customers can make $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in free bets if your team wins. Oh, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas, 21-plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. I've never seen this disclaimer before. Keep it going. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Uh, we got some brown liquid in a small glass, and the um, I can smell and know what this is. My guy from South Dakota. Is you the one that bought it? My guy Todd? Oh, my Jubilee. guy Todd. Jeevilee. Jeevilee to Todd Jubilee. from South Dakota here. Clink. You're supposed to sip it, though, so I'm going to sip it. I'm not going to uh, just yeah, show. I'm slamming it. Mm. I'm going to savor every <laughs> every little taste. Somebody that I know would not, would would enjoy taking these shots with us, if he were here, Brendan Vogt, who's live at uh. Ball Arena. <laughs> Jeevilee, indeed. Hey, Jeevilee, Brendan. Jeevilee, boys. How are we doing in there? We're doing good, man. Um, so you spent half the night here and half the night at the arena. Which was better? <laughs> I'm sorry to say, guys, but the arena. I mean, don't, just not taking anything away from the DNVR crowd, who was awesome. 
that is what you would hope yep. the crowd for the one seed out west would look like, sound like, feel like. You know, it's it's easy to overstate these things, but when they were when there was the little kerfuffle there with Christian Brown and Kyle Anderson, <laughs> that's probably the loudest I've heard Ballerina in five. They like that, huh? As close as I, it, it was it was the the roof was about to come off of this place. So. Uh, the Nuggets were ready, as it turns out, fellas, and so were the Nuggets fans. That was a that was a one seed crowd. Right, this Love show it, has, this show has a very strange uh, commitment to the word kerfuffle. I have to say, you think so? I've heard kerfuffle more word. than one time. All right, well, let's keep it moving. Uh, <laughs> we heard from Michael Malone. He called it a stellar defensive effort from their group for four quarters. If you can believe it, it was the defense that had him in a great mood, I have to say. Uh, but there was a little bit of um, slow in their role, if you will. Great defense, he said, but we're not going to celebrate. We're not going to get too high after a win. We're not going to get too low after a loss. That's what we have to do in game two. But, fellas, he said he just gave the defensive player of the game chain to the entire team. Uh, oh. Sentimental coach. Sentimental coach. Game Man, this one. Is like, this is like me at field day. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah, I got to say, like, unless... Everybody won? Yeah, they got to all wear it at the same time for it to be valid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, sure. But they, all, bet, they all got it. I'll bet, I'll bet Jokic and KCP were kind of pissed, though. They were they were really good <laughs> defensively. Yeah, yeah. KCP's like, that's cute, but I'm the only one who plays defense. All right, moving on. Um... Well, first of all, Michael Malone said when asked about Jamal Murray, congratulations to Jamal on being back. That's number one for me. I was just so happy to see him out there playing. A couple of times early, he told me, my fault, coach, or that's my bad. I told him, stop saying that's your bad. Keep going. Um, eight assists to one turnover against a team that thrives on turning you over, plus the rebounding. That impressed Malone. He shouted out a couple of good defe- defensive possessions for Murray, which I agree with, actually. Uh, it was a slow shooting start for Murray. At one point in the first half, he was playing a bona fide, terrible game. But I actually think he played a pretty good game before it was all said and done. Uh, the all-around contributions, and Malone shouted all of them out. And he said, look, as he gets deeper into the playoffs, it's only going to get better and better. On Michael Porter Jr., what he liked was the 11 boards, fellas, the activity. He said his favorite play of the night was when Porter was somewhat open from three, saw KCP in the corner, makes the extra pass. He says Michael's just maturing in so many ways. He loves Christian, if you can believe it. He loves, he loves, <laughs> I can. He loves the kerfuffle. He loves the notion of spice in the playoff. He loves, he loves guys who aren't afraid to back down. Did Wait, hold on. Did Malone use kerfuffle? No. Damn it. Oh, that he, would have been too good. Did you sense that he saw a little of himself in, in uh, Christian Brown? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, he said, look, as long as it's not dirty and out of line, which of course it wasn't, I love it. Christian's not going to back down. That's just in his nature. Uh, he wants to thank the crowd, another incredible atmosphere. He called it the best crowd in the NBA, best fans in the NBA. And he says this challenge, the challenge for the team now is whatever they tapped into defensively to bring it going forward and to lean into uh, this home court advantage and what the crowd has given him. He was really pleased that they only turned it over 11 times. They're so long, he said of Minnesota. They're so athletic. They turn you over. It's what they want to do. The fact that we only turned it over 11 times is good. And he said, in some ways, we don't want this to be a half-court game. We th- we've been a top-five running team all year, and we think that that should be a big part of our identity. And so. Part of that is not letting them turn you over, but but also getting stops, getting out and running. You guys not don't just have to stationary. It's okay. <laughs> and then finally on Aaron Gordon, uh, you know, who only lost so much time tonight because of the foul trouble. He said, I just want AG to play his game. And we all know what AG's best game is. He's That's going Michael downhill Malone. when he's attacking. Malone just loves that To line. play his game. Which, by the way, be himself. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, mean yeah. anything. I told him to be told himself. Reggie, just go out there and be Reggie. Sometimes you gotta a grab a guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> gotta grab a guy. He's gotta grab him. Tell him be himself. I'm so proud of you. All right, that's it for Michael Malone. We heard from Jamal Murray. Maybe the best mood Jamal Murray has been in in a presser since the start of the season. He was very excited, he admitted. He had a bunch of adrenaline running early. He said, I hadn't felt that excitement in a minute, probably since the beginning of the season, and I got tired quick. I can tell you that. But it, wow. I, I, it all settled out for him, uh, settled down, and. He did admit that he thinks the adrenaline might have been why he had such a, a, a poor first half. 
reporters said something similar, by the way, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but he said it all with a grin in his face, and I think by the end of that game, we all know Jamal tapped into a lot of what we were expecting to see from Jamal in the playoffs. The Let's go back to the kerfuffle one more time. It says nothing crazy, man. It says when a team is losing, you know someone's going to take a tech or something, or just try to start something. But it's nothing crazy. We know everyone over there. CB plays hard, plays solid, Murray said, but Christian Brown is also confident. It's one thing to be a guy who always does the right thing, but to only do the right thing and be confident in everything you're doing uh, is what he appreciates so much about Christian Brown. Yo, if there's an echo, turn us on. He, he thought they played a physical game. He thought they played hard, and he went back to that week where it turns out it was not just talk, fellas. You know, everything Malone told us about the week the Nuggets had, Jamal echoed that. He said, we really used that week. Everyone was locked in. Everyone was feeling great. This is a great win, but we've got to keep that energy going. Apparently, uh, in the locker room, or at some point in, in the game, uh, a reporter was able to talk to Jokic, and Jokic said something about, Murray is sometimes the second best player on the team, uh, but he can also be the first. I'm paraphrasing the quote as I wasn't there for it, but that question was poised to Jamal, and Jamal said, yeah, man, it's beautiful. We just play basketball. At one point, I looked up in the third quarter, and all, all the guys were in double digits. Actually, at one point, fellas, uh, Ant had 14 points, and every Nugget had at least 13, and, and those were your top scorers of the game. Uh, but I just love Jamal, the idea of, of of no pecking order in Denver, the way he said, yeah, that's beautiful, and his face lit up. And I think we saw a lot of that tonight, man. It was not too much of any one guy. The defense was it. That was the game right there, Jamal said. It wasn't the offense. Mike and I struggled early, but we kept playing defense, and that was key, and that's what we got to bring into game two. Uh, the key for game two, Jamal says, just move on. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Turning the page already to the next game. Then we heard from Michael Porter Jr. I asked him about the rebounding. 11 rebounds tonight for Porter, by the way. That's the fourth playoff double-double of his young career. And he did not hesitate. He said, rebound is something I'm going to focus on this postseason. We rebound well as a team, but when we lose, we get out rebounded. Usually it's Jokic grabbing so many of them. But I pulled AG aside tonight and I said, whatever he doesn't get, we got to get him. So that was a real concerted effort from Porter. Uh, and again, the 11 boards, big time. He shouted out Jokic's defense. That was really the only thing he named specifically when asked what was so important and, and what went into holding them to just 80 points. Uh, he said it was great defense, but he went to Jokic. He said Jokic did a great job around the rim. On those first half jitters, he said it definitely was a lot of nerves for all of us. I felt like in the first half I was missing some shots that normally go in. Uh, we settled down, though. On KCP, and Porter has probably been as vocally supportive and appreciative of KCP as, as any teammate this season. And he said, I don't think there's another dude that you could put alongside us four dudes that would mold better with us. He's such a mature player. And then this was interesting. On the support from Jokic and company, uh, the, the, this question was about Jokic sprinting over to help him up after, after he fell to the ground. Um, and I thought this was interesting the way Porter answered it. Again, on support from Jokic and company, he said, it's been a work in progress. He said, I was the new guy for a while, uh, but I think we've just grown together at this point. And I just really liked that honesty because I think we could all see for a little bit that Porter, that, you know, Jokic and Jamal maybe didn't trust Porter or weren't as supportive as they are now. And, and they've grown together as a trio. Um, and, and to that point, Porter said, uh, Jamal definitely looks for me more than he used to. And he appreciates that. And he shouted out potentially their time off the court rehabbing together uh, and, and, and their shared experience and being away from all of this. Maybe brought them closer both on and off the floor. Finally, on finding KCP in the corner, he said, man, he shoots just as well as me. And he would have made that extra pass to me. So I've got to make that extra pass back to him. And that's it, fellas. Vibes are up in Ball Arena after uh, game one goes more or less just how you would hope it would. Good defense, good vibes, and the Nuggets are ready to turn the page to game two. And the boys' haircut from Brendan Vogt, live from Ball Arena, looking dapper as always. Get home safe, brother. Thank you for those notes. Great look inside sure. the locker room. Um, Breckenridge Brewery has a beer for any occasion. Is there a Breckenridge Brewery or Breckenridge beer for an absolute butt whooping yes. of your your enemy? 
Yes, any of them that in, have alcohol in them. And you should shotgun it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to see the mo- Mile High City on your fr- Golden on your Ale. That would have probably been a good you one. Just smash it on your teammate's head and then drink it Breckenridge down. Brewery's been doing it for 32 years and it all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer as well as their love for Colorado. I mean, oh. they are very much a Colorado brand. Made with 100% renewable energy. You can try out the Mile High City Golden Ale, as I just said. The Christmas Ale. It's always Christmas with the Christmas Ale. Uh, Tonight was a gift. Uh, Avalanche Amber Ale, which I say is the official beer, unofficial beer of fall weather. Be that in fall or at any other time. You're not selling a lot of these. <laughs> hey man, I'm just telling you, they're delicious whenever it like snows. Vanilla Porter Juniors. I have to crack open a Vanilla Porter Junior after this one. Broncos Country Pale Ale Fun Slinger, and then of course, it's not quite good. Hump, good company hard seltzer weather. Although I will tell you, I turned on my fire pit for the first time of the season the other day. Went out to the little fire pit. Stayed warm. It was a little cold outside. Stayed warm around the fire pit. It was great. I wish I would have had a good company hard seltzer. Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know them. The official beer partner of DNVR. All right. I'm told we have a couple super chats. Who wants to read them? I'll get it. Let's go. Thank you. I want to take some time off on the show We've here. Had, I want to. We had quite a bit of time. We off did have a lot of time off there. Like with vote. That was a lot of notes from vote. Man. A lot of, uh, Brendan notes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Josh Barnett says 2009 Game 3 versus the Hornet Vibes Shouts Chris Paul Couldn't agree more I wasn't quite like that But it wasn't a butt whipping Doesn't matter Doesn't matter Ethan says Bruce Cassidy And the Kansas Kid Cooked today I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> you know what? I'm with it. I like it too. Do you guys, do you know the, re- Dev, you know the reference, right? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he's a big fan. Boys in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, yeah, Butch Cassidy's old a Butch good movie. Cassidy in the Boys in the Hood. Butch Cassidy's a good movie, though. That's a, that's a good that's a movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> a double album. Uh, Cameron says, oink, 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 squeal, squeal, I'm a nug pig. <laughs> what the hell is that? I think he wanted me to read that. <laughs> All right, there you go. What's happening to you? What is that? You paid us for it. We'll no it. one cut what I, no one clipped that by the way. Yeah. Re- rereading that. Okay. Uh, Joe Clem says double birdie munder. Let's go, baby. We just we established on the watch along that that's called an under munder. Today, today we got an under munder. Uh, Drunk philosophy says came for a playoff game. Ended up seeing a G League team get molly whopped by a, our two way players. Nugs in four and only because Jokic will be too bored. What's a munder if you uh, screwed up at the end? Uh, uh, blunder, a blunder, a blunder, a blunder, no, it's a munder blunder, a munder blunder. Yeah. Uh, just life <laughs> quirk says best part, and everyone else was a peacemaker. There you go. <laughs> uh, Danny K says mega munder, let's go. That let's was go. a mega munder. Tyler says eighty points from those Uber losers. Munder. <laughs> Uber munder, hey, you know what? They're all they're all good in my book. Der Uber munder, <laughs> Uber munder. Mitch Z says, Rudy was right. Team Rudy, Kyle Anderson wow. is, is a, a punk. punk. I, I still like him. But you know what? This wasn't good for Kyle Anderson's uh, his side it, of the story. Yeah, it didn't look good. Did not what look if good. Rudy is like actually the greatest Turns player? Donovan Mitchell's an asshole. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell kind of played. <laughs> Nobody would pass to him. Remember that? COVID was right. COVID was right. All right. Uh, Everson said, best part of the game was CB making Anderson look like an angry little boy. Well, second best to the win. Okay, Couldn't agree more. Uh, nice fun game. We all ate tonight, oh, man. Oh, dude, it was delicious. Nice team says, I feel like the game was a message to the league. You're right. It was a message to the league. Uh, the Nuggets are back, baby. Five, 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 ish says, what a banger of a first game. Banger. One great playoff win down, only 15 more great playoff wins oh. till 16. Great playoff wins to the NBA championship. Uh, speaking of which, I screwed this up. I'm supposed to do this in segment three, at the end of segment three every time. 16 wins. We don't skip steps. Every win, you got to go one by one. Kale, do we have it? Let's go ahead and uh, there this, it is. This game is a one. social graphic. This is the, first this is the graphic. The very first. There's 16 of those. If we do this 16 times, fellas. We don't skip them. But we don't skip them. Step em. up time, One down. Baby. Look at that. One down, baby. Lance Wilson says people will look at Jokic bo- Jokic's box score and say, that's not MVP stats, but that's because they didn't watch the first half that he dominated. 
I mean, um, people, I, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> MVP, MVP conversation's over and done with. Big Namek says, first degree Munder. Oh, I agree. Wow. And we were all witnesses. That we was were all witnesses. Degree. Make sure you answer the police call. and everything. Uh, Omar Spitz says, what up? Long time lurker, first time super chatter. Hell Been yeah, following DNVR since Lakewood office days. Was at what? the game tonight. Hype. LFG. You know what also, a deep coat cut that is? I know. Also, name is pronounced Omar. Omer. Omer. It's Omer. 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 Like Omer Ashik. Yes. Vibes. Uh, man, what a what a throwback. You know the, the Lakewood office just yeah. from referencing yeah. us referencing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gordon, cut. the homie uh, Gordon, checks in. From Canada. The T-Wolves wanted the Nuggets. They got the Nuggets. Good and hard. <laughs> wow. I hope they enjoyed the experience. <laughs> Take those hard nuggets. <laughs> I, I should feel like I should pre-read these before I read them. But whatever. Uh, let's see. Christian Barbour says, how was the officiating? Is there a narrative made for every team but Denver? We're just assassins. I love that about us. The David, officiating was a little ticky tack tonight, yeah, man. Yeah, but then it like then even at the end they were like, whatever, just whatever. Who cares? David W. Our homie says that was a beautiful game, just like D line. You are a beautiful game. <laughs> what a beautiful game! Yeah. You are a beautiful game. You guys keep cheating. All right, Clarence says I would never cheat on you. Oh, I know that. If the Nugs <laughs> play defense like that, sky is the limit. <laughs> man, D that was the worst like way that. to read that ever. Guys, I am like that. I'm a 40 year old white guy. What do you yeah. want from me? Sure. Hey, 40. Uh, Blair <laughs> 40. says. <laughs> uh, question: Does Denver have a championship level defense? Answer: 80 points is tied for the fewest points scored in a game in 2023. Next question: LFG. And I like that. I like that. Is that true? 80 is the fewest. Uh, he wild. paid to say it's got to be true. Yeah, yeah. That is crazy. Though. I'm not going to Damir says, first time super chat. Thanks for all your work in LFG Nuggets Nation. One down, 15 to go. So good to see Jamal ball out in the playoffs. Two and a half years on. Let's it's go. so true. It's so true. We needed this. Uh, Vekislav says, Eric Vibes are back. Eric Vibes, man. You're getting multiple super chats. This is crazy. Listen, man, I've been out of the game and I'm back. People sure. realize this. Uh, Agent Froy says. 733, by the way. 733. Great win. Happy to be a Nuggets fan and experience this game with you all. Everyone have a good night. Let's go. What a wholesome super chat. It's unbelievably yeah. wholesome. 733 has to have some significant You would think meaning. so. Uh, doesn't seem to. Oh, uh, let's see. Next up, uh, Jose says, y'all are up, up. Adam came to our table to get our thoughts, called him out on his Murray shirt and double and doubting Murray. <laughs> All the podcast bros are elite. <laughs> I went to his table Real and work. I was like, I was like, I just, I don't know. Murray drives me nuts. He's like, well, you're wearing a Murray jersey. I was like, yeah, this is a tough. You <laughs> <laughs> got me, man. You got me. <laughs> I mean, I love Jamal. Checkmate. Uh, Lance says, at the end of the third quarter, I was already itching and ready for the DA and VR postgame. Could not agree with you anymore. We, we were as well, man. We had to sit through that whole thing. The Nuggets, <laughs> this game was a microcosm of the season. They sure. were too good that too the good. ending was kind of boring. They were too good. The ending was boring. Uh, Kyle Bobrick says, tonight's tussle. I see, I like tussle better than I like kerfuffle. Tonight's tussle gave us a new sponsor. Bacchus and Shaker. No, 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 no. Broncos. Oh, Broncos and, Brown Shanker. and Shanker, Kyle Anderson. I like it because it has the same look, but not the same sound. Like Bacchus yeah. is B-A-U, Bacchus. But this would be Brownkiss. Yeah. Very tough. I'm, I, I glossed right over it. 2 a.m. on the East Coast watching you guys bring the vibes as oh, always. Yeah. Let's go, Kyle, our <laughs> guy. It. Go Love to bed, that. Go to bed. Yeah, go, yeah, to, yeah, bed. go to bed now. It's James, Monday. Jimmy. I kind of think Bruce won the game for us more than anyone else. Pretty wild. He was he was phenomenal. I vote I for he to me was the guy that played most above his expectation. Yeah, he changed the game soon as he got in the game too. The Bruce was loose tonight. He was a silly Bruce. <laughs> Absolute silly Bruce out there. Christian says again, Denver is not the poster child of the league. Their doubt is our fuel. I love it. Look at that. Three gas cans. So gas. Uh, Justin says. Uh, Tyson said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouths. Or the wolves case, the shoulder. <laughs> Let's go. One. 15 to go. Great super it. chat. Good job. Good, good work job, there. Good job. Good job. And a 19 piece, 1999. Uh, oh, yeah. CJ Thank you. Jones says, F them kids. F them kids. Give me them clips. Malone got this S. Malone got this he S. He was just cursing up a storm, wasn't he? Yeah, it? dude. Uh, listen, I... 
real pitfalls there so I could have fallen into. <laughs> uh, Ty Teachify says, first time coming in from Singapore. Singapore. Oh. Congrats on our first win. Hope to see Jokic play in person someday with my daughters and see DNVR post game <coughs> live. One yes. day. One day. One day, baby. One day. Uh, CJ Jones says, F the kids and fishing, birding, LFG, Nugs and Murray. Hey, F yes, the kids sir, I, and fishing slash birding. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. So he doesn't like fishing or birding. Or yeah. kids. Or kids. Or kids. <laughs> All right. But he does rock with Jamal Murray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Krug says from David Krug. He gave us a thousand of some currencies. I, I don't, we're I don't un- know what it we're is. unclear. We a appreciate that. We don't know. CJ Jones says just play BB. Who do you think that means? Uh, BB King, Bryce. Bullion. Doctor Nighthawk says Nuggets v Lakers. WCF. Yes, my horse is in way front of my uh, way front of my cart. It's basically doing a DoorDash on its own. Uh, get out of here with that! Are we going to bring up the Lakers in our goddamn uh, post game? She's we a, love you, Nighthawk. But she's come a on, maniac. She's a menace. A maniac. Absolutely. We menace. do love you, though. Thanks we for do the cash. love you. But get out of here. Uh, yeah, just beat but it. But we love you. Uh, Crystal Ghost, the homie says, Cat has no dog in him. No, so, <laughs> <laughs> Great super chat, Crystal Ghost. Dogless. Absolutely dogless. <laughs> dogless. Uh, Jeremy J-Rock, the homie says, Vote is a, is the vibe of DNVR. Thanks for the vibe. Thanks Absolutely for the vibe. Absolutely patently false, by the way. Vote <laughs> not the vibe of DNVR in any way, shape, or form. Seth Bang says... Couldn't have hoped for a better start. Hoping for an equally dominant Avs game on Tuesday. Best time of the year, Hart. The new DNVR playoff gear picked up four new shirts. My closet is about 50% DNVR now. Listen, this is a common refrain we hear from people. I apologize for ruining everyone's wardrobe. No, it just means you have an incredible wardrobe. Although Eric does make fun of me when I wear his shirts. It's weird. Yeah, well, you look terrible tonight, so you could step it up. Uh, Dr. Nighthawk again says, Lemon character blowing a big red heart. Super sticker. <laughs> I love it. That was a real super sticker. I too, believe that. it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the hater homie Laking Ball says, What's good, guys? No hate today. These playoffs have crazy Giannis injury. Suns lose and our Lakers legit. And yes, Nuggets got beat down, got a beat down win. And don't forget my Celtics blowout win. We're all winning, baby. Everybody's that winning, That Celtics baby. series is the worst one, man. That terrible. Is, Absolutely terrible. He sucks, and the man. last super chat from Cannon. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> Incredible. What a night. What a game one, round one. Hit that outro music for me, Kale. Guys, this is the journey, man. This is the journey. I was nervous for the game. I was bored of the regular season. I was just waiting for it. I felt like it took forever. It came here. Didn't disappoint. No, Nuggets look like they wanted to make a statement, and I hope they continue to make these statements as we go on. 15 more to go. This was a good one, man. This was a good one. Any final thoughts, Dev? Um, The flip, the switch is flipped, and that's all that Denver needed. Um, that was a great statement win. Um, why not sweep? Why, why not, not sweep? Why not sweep? Yeah, it was tonight. Was an absolute reminder. It was an absolute reintroduction. It was everything we wanted to see. The Denver Nuggets are back. The playoffs are here. Um, and tonight was an absolute vibe. I we've been so nervous about what we were going to see out of this Denver Nuggets squad. They rewarded our fealty with uh, just about the best vibey win that you could possibly hope for in the first game of the playoffs it's onward and upward let's go i have one more thing to say wednesday's game come down to the bar yes come to the bar. this place it was a little not as full as i thought it was gonna be today and it was also it was the only bad thing today there was sixers fans here there what? was a sixer, sixer fan, fan. they need to sixer. get them out of here they shouldn't be here it should have been packed with the bar all the bar guys. was full but it wasn't full 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 oh it wasn't, wasn't playoff full, full. full. It wasn't playoff full, but we do hope to see you guys here on Wednesday. Everybody, we thank you for riding with us through all of the crazy stuff we do here at DNVR. We've been on the mic for like seven straight hours. I never want I'm, to talk again. I'm going to go to sleep. Everybody hit yep. that like button for us one last time on the way out. We'll see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Continue breaking it down. Get the play